This is a Federal News Network podcast. The Census Bureau is doubling down on its cybersecurity as part of its prep work for the first U.S. decennial count that allows households to respond online. But it's also taking steps to crack down on misinformation on social media, imagine that, that might dissuade people from responding to the census. Part of that effort is a nationwide messaging campaign to set the record straight about what the Bureau does and does not do with all of that census data. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. When the framers of the Constitution met behind closed doors 232 years ago, they put a census every 10 years high up on their list of priorities. The first mention of counting the nation's population appears in Article 1, Section 2 of the Constitution. That comes before outlining the role of the president, the courts, or even the states. It even comes before the rules of how Congress should get paid. The first decennial count took place in 1790 when U.S. Marshals rode on horseback to all 13 states and found the population reached nearly 4 million people. More than two centuries later, the Census Bureau has access to more tools and technology, but Bureau Director Stephen Dillingham, speaking at a Constitution Day celebration in Philadelphia, said a 10-year population count remains a daunting task. We live in a diverse nation of more than 330 million people and more than 140 million housing units. This alone makes conducting a national census very complex. It's hard to imagine that the founding fathers could envision the scope of the 2020 census. Starting in March, households will get their first invitation to respond to the 2020 count in one of three ways, through the mail, over the phone, or online. And that last option has led to a lot of preparation. The Census Bureau has partnered with the Department of Homeland Security on cybersecurity issues for 2020, but it's also taking steps to combat misinformation, rumors, or untrue statements about the 2020 census and its impact on the public. To counter misinformation, the Census Bureau has stood up what it calls a fusion center to monitor social media and to correct the record where it can. But misinformation doesn't have to be malicious. The Bureau is taking steps to dispel online rumors about the census in order to boost response rates. Earlier this month, the Bureau set up an email inbox where people can report confusing or false information about the 2020 count. The public can also email the Bureau to clarify questions they have about the census and its impact. The Fusion Center stands out as the latest in a series of efforts to build public confidence in the country's first decennial census where households can respond over the phone or through the Internet. The Bureau has been working with DHS and the intelligence community on cybersecurity efforts. Those efforts include red team penetration testing. Dillingham, the Census Bureau's director, also addressed public concerns about privacy and the security of data they'll provide to the 2020 census. At a recent meeting of the Bureau's Science Advisory Committee, he outlined just some of the challenges the Bureau will face in the upcoming count. The response rates of surveys and uh, censuses are declining. Households are more complex. Our nation continues to be highly mobile, with 15% of the population moving annually. Many households speak languages other than English. There's competing attention during the 2020 decennial with elections and other matters, uh, Olympics and other things of interest. And finally, people have concerns about sharing their information and the protection of their information. Dillingham said the Bureau is also going through workforce modernization with a focus on more data-driven decision-making. Data innovation is a mission-critical goal for the Bureau. It would help us to equip our workforce with skills for an ever-changing environment. We are working to recruit and retain employees to make our statistical processes more efficient and effective. We must stay relevant with today's industry standards and compete with public, academic, and private industry. Our team is focused on training and development of current Bureau employees, as well as hiring people with special skill sets. 
The introduction of data scientists at the Census Bureau creates the opportunity for new skills to explore and analyze data. So stay tuned as we continue to roll out a talented data science workforce and transform our core business practices. Many of the innovations of the 2020 census, including internet self-response, are expected to help drive down the cost of future decennial counts. Even though the 2020 count remains a work in progress, Dillingham said officials have begun looking at new ways to approach the 2030 count, which he said will change even further. Using administrative records from the Postal Service and satellite imagery from the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency, the Census Bureau has also overhauled the way it runs its address canvassing operation that began in August. During this phase of the decennial count, temporary census employees verify the address of every household in the United States in order to mail 2020 count forms to them next spring. Through satellite imagery, the Bureau has already managed to identify 65% of the addresses it needs. That leaves another 50 million addresses, about 35% of the work, for canvassers to verify between now and October. But that remaining 35% are some of the toughest cases, and as Dillingham said earlier, about 15% of the population moves every year. Here, Al Fontenot, the Associate Director of Decennial Census Programs, gives an overview of an address canvasser's job. They knock on doors, they ask about potential hidden housing units. Are there basement apartments? Are there converted living spaces in garages or other places on the property where people may be living that are not on the address list? They're also looking to observe any situation such as multiple meters, three meters on a one flat or two flat, things that are indicators that there may be hidden housing units. And this is part of the process and observation so we can identify every place where people may be living that may not be on our current address list. Address canvassers have hit the streets with laptops to record their data, and the IT pipeline bureau officials have built to transmit that information has only used about 1% of its total bandwidth. That's according to Michael Time, the assistant director for decennial census programs and systems. So all of this is good news. It, it makes me feel confident that when we get to real peak operations, the non-response operations, that, that we're going to have the capacity and the performance that we need. During next year's non-response follow-up, just as Time just mentioned, enumerators will knock on the doors of households that have yet to submit a 2020 census questionnaire. In the event that the volume of census response data exceeds the capacity of an individual cluster of servers, Time said that failover tests have demonstrated that they can fall back on other clusters. When we were able to break the system with load, we were then able to redistribute the load among the remaining clusters and actually recover and get, uh, have, have load distribution go back to normal after the crisis. So all of those things were successful for address canvassing. Beyond cyber readiness, the 2020 census team also tested the resilience of its ground game in the event of natural disasters. It activated its decennial rapid response team after Hurricane Dorian made landfall earlier this month. The storm closed two active area census offices in Florida and Georgia for three to four days during the storm. Fontenot said address canvassing staff continued operations in areas that were not evacuated at the discretion of local management on the ground. Our first goal is to ensure the safety of our staff, our equipment, and our facilities. Our second goal is to ensure our ability to achieve our mission to complete the count as well as possible. Should a natural disaster emerge during the 2020 count, Deputy Census Director Ron Jarman said the Bureau could rely on administrative records to approximate the household count in an impacted area. 
the situation is very fluid after a disaster and you need some ability to follow people more continuously over a period of time and administrative records are pretty well suited to do that. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. Check out Jory's story at federalnewsnetwork.com. Helping your employees learn new cloud skills helps your business become more agile, more resilient, and more secure. Not helping employees learn new cloud skills causes your business to become less agile, less resilient, less secure, less innovative, less profitable, and, well, ultimately less of a business. Don't become less of a business. Try Pluralsight and get your employees everything they need to learn new cloud skills. Learn more at Pluralsight.com vision. <coughs> Cough and cold season is here. Introducing Ricola Max Throat Care, Ricola's most powerful drop yet. It's the best of Swiss nature wrapped around a powerful liquid menthol center for maximum relief from your worst cough and sore throat. Maximum nature for maximum relief. Try the new Ricola Max now, available in the cold and cough aisle. Ricola. It's in our nature. 